Five Things First Thing with JR Morning's Guy Gordon, Lloyd Jackson, and Jamie Edmonds. Um, the thing that really hammered at home is that she was the last adult with the gun. And that's where I'll end my, my comment. Thank you. So that's the jury forewoman in the Jennifer Crumley case after delivering a unanimous verdict for involuntary manslaughter convictions against Jennifer Crumley, one for each child that died tragically on November 30th, 2021. I don't know. You guys tell me. Are there winners here? Um, no, I guess because the, there you are could four say lives the lost. system did its job, so we all win when that happens, if you believe that the system did its job yesterday. Um, maybe maybe child psychologists are going to be winning big because one of the messages coming down from this is you better not ignore your son or daughter's difficulties. Yeah, and uh, how does how much further does it go past locking up your gun? And that's kind of the key question here. Does this set a new standard for parental behavior? I would argue that, boy, we in the media really get it so full of ourselves sometimes. Saying, well, this is precedent setting. This changes everything. This is historic. This is a nationwide decision. There were always standards for gross negligence. And this case happened to ping all of them. Mm-hmm. It was so egregious on so many levels that it really was the perfect case and the mm-hmm. perfect storm. So that does does that mean that it's an outlier or that we'll see a spate of these? I think this case's details, all of them together, provided this conviction of a parent in a school shooter case. Does it go wider in that parents should probably keep an eye on the guns they have in their house? Sure. Under the law as of next Tuesday, it's the law in Michigan. And we'll have to get into it deeper when that happens, and we'll we'll do a deep dive into it. But it basically says if there's a minor in a household, the gun needs to be properly secured, and there are standards for that. And if you have, a, and if that happened in this case, perhaps these children would be alive. Exactly. Well, how about putting a? And this is again. That's why there were so many elements to this case that were offensive to a jury, and that being, you didn't even put a combination in your gun safe. Mm. You yeah. never took the cable lock out of the plastic package that it came in. So if you have an aggressive uh, prosecutor and you have a child that is, uh, you know, mentally ill or has some mental issues, you know, are we do we start locking up the knives? Do we lock up the bats in the closet? So, uh, you know, because they may go grab it and hurt, kill somebody. That's that's the real question in the hands or let's just take this in the hands of an activist prosecutor that's anti-gun mm-hmm. in a county that's anti-gun. Mm-hmm. Do you use this to harass gun owning parents and what becomes the new standard of for for reasonable care is it we i put in the gun and i locked it but they somehow figured out the combination you know jeff schwartz is a former judge he's now a cooley law professor this is what he says about how far reaching this verdict could be this could it depends on the prosecutors and the place where they're working and what the community wants uh they have the ability now to use this as a kind of persuasive precedent to say, we need to do the same thing here. This is going to be really anti-gun people who are going to move forward with this kind of thing to place more onus on gun owners to be more careful with their guns. Uh, and I think we're gonna see some backlash in other places. It's, it's, it's not over yet in the context of who's gonna do what, but it clearly is going to affect jurisprudence around the country. It's gonna be tested, we're gonna find the boundaries, but that was Jeff Schwartz, again, professor from Cooley Law School. We'll be speaking with him at nine seven nineteen and going a little deeper into this. But those are all questions I think that average parents 
are waking up with this morning? Mm-hmm. Do I need to lock up the knife drawer? Um, it I, might I just don't think it goes to that level I, today. I thinking of the scenario that, okay, you know, am I using due care when I give my child the keys if he's going to run some errands from me and he mm-hmm. decides instead to, to drive into a group of pedestrians because he's been having homicidal thoughts I don't know about? I would think that this case would not lead that to be prosecuted because I still used reasonable care and there was nothing foreseeable. Right. It, you know, it wasn't like I had the artwork that we had in this case. Right. Correct. There was artwork. There were so many facts in this case that led us to this point. And thinking about the knives and the guns in the house, I think it's just an overreach today. Wait and see what happens. Well, if you have a a, a child who has some uh, issues and you know about it and you're a parent, this morning when you wake up, you, mm-hmm. you may decide to, you know, delve more into it and find out well, what's going on. Well, is that a bad thing? No, it's not. Right. It's, you, what you should have been doing anyway. Right. But sometimes parents just kind of let that go to the side. They don't really take a look or they don't want to see it. They see it. They don't want to see it. They don't mm-hmm. want to do anything. But I think after this verdict, people, you know, parents will say, maybe I need to do something, which is what you should be doing anyway. anyway. Yeah. Hannah uh, St. Juliana's father was among those in the courtroom, and NBC caught up with Steve St. Juliana shortly after um, the verdicts were read and asked him, what would you like to say to the jury? Anything you want to say to the jury. Uh, just thank you for using common sense. Something that was in such short supply on November 29th and 30th. And Craig Schilling, who is the uh, father of Justin Schilling, says there has to be some type of accountability with parents concerning their child. It is your choice to have a child, and you cannot choose to not take care of your child. You cannot choose to not nurture your child. You cannot choose to um, take your own interest over your child, especially when it comes to mental health. It's just his heartache, and you saw the hugs that the family members gave to the prosecutors. You know, there wasn't any jubilation there. Mm-mm. You no. didn't hear anybody say yes. Or it, no. It wasn't about winning and losing. It's just this struggle to find some meaning and some accountability. Tate Mayer's father, uh, I saw, uh, had said, uh, I think his name was Buck Mayer. He said, you know, we, we were waiting for something like this, but it doesn't bring my son back. Exactly. And nothing ever will. And, yeah. and uh, you know, we heard that from, from other parents as well. And, and there's just going to be this void and this emptiness. But at least they felt the system is working and that one of the, and the, you know, this is, you, you were pointing out, mm-hmm. okay, so Jennifer Crumbly, next comes James Crumbly. Yes. Then there are, I think, two, if not three civil suits to ask school officials, why didn't you look in the bag? Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. didn't you hunt her social media feed and say, oh, there's a gun? Um, where was your due care? Right. And I yeah. saw something that if school officials have any inkling of a problem, send them home. Don't say go back to class. Yeah, and my counter to that is then they can go home and get a gun and come back. Um, but you're, you're right. Uh, I, I do think that there will be a new standard in terms of having to get treatment for a child that you think yeah. is having problems. Heaven knows the threat assessment process has been reviewed and reformed at a number of schools in light of what happened at, at mm-hmm. uh, Oxford, and we'll see that uh, going forward. Uh, it appears that the border bill is... Dead or on arrival, not just in the House, but in the Senate. Uh, and now 
members of the GOP saying that Mitch McConnell should be removed from leadership in the Senate because he was initially supportive of this. This is Senator Ted Cruz. The objective of this bill was, number one, to do nothing, so to, to do zero to, to, to secure the border, but to let every Democrat running for office say, gosh, I wanted to secure the border. But those mean Republicans wouldn't let us. Brandon Judd, to your point yesterday, Jamie, who is head of the Border Patrol Union, said, no, it didn't do nothing. Uh, it wasn't perfect, but it would have stemmed the flow and led to disincentives for future migrants. And, and when you look right now what we're currently dealing with, um, this is a slow month, and we're dealing with 6,700 apprehensions on a daily basis. What this would do is it would cap it to where we couldn't take anything more than 5,000. Now, this does not say that we're going to release 5,000 people into the United States. In fact, it's, it's the exact opposite. It says that we will hold single adults in custody. Um, they will not be subject to release. Uh, and so that is a huge deterrent. That will deter an awful lot of people from crossing our borders illegally. We know. So, you know, you've got these. If It's hard to find a nonpartisan mm-hmm. review of this. But from the Border Patrol who the GOP, they've been allies. Well, they're not listening to him this time, and the question is, why? Is it partisan? Is it Donald Trump? Is it MAGA Nation saying we need this to beat Joe I, Biden? I don't quite understand sending <clears throat> Senator Lankford to go do some hard work and then just, like, letting him out to dry mm-hmm. after he puts in the work. And you said to him, we want to find a way to support Ukraine and Israel and, and secure the border. <clears throat> All they delivered this? All that was done. Yeah. And, and by his measure, and we, we heard from him yesterday, it would have taken, for instance, one million entries, and it would have dropped it to 200,000. And for those that went into the system, that processed them, it would have raised the bar. So even fewer of the 200,000 would actually right. ever get into the interior. Um, we uh, will be having a conversation about what's next with Debbie Dingle, Congresswoman from Michigan's 6th District at 619, next on GR Morning.